I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hey friend, welcome. I'm Coco the Inspirationist, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're here, that tells me one special thing about you, that you know you have a creative self and that you know she needs nourishment and to be nurtured. And frankly, that's why I'm here too. This podcast is part um, part an outlet for me to express these things that I'm just kind of always pondering and and then a gift to you to help you kind of do that that same inner work to call your creative self forward more and more and more endlessly and align further with her. If you subscribe to my email list, um, you know that uh, I am here to say hello from the bottom. When I started the season three weeks ago, season three of the podcast, I launched it with the energy and the vibe of being like this season, now that I've got two seasons under my belt, this season, I am kind of loosening my grip. I'm letting things evolve and inspiration to come through. And I don't have to have everything planned out for the entire season. And that felt really, really good. So I let the first season, the first episode be a solo. I filled you in on my New Year's resolution of being all in when I feel inspired and all out when I don't feel inspired. And then two weeks went by and I could not find the time or the energy or the bandwidth to sit down and record. And I don't have any conversations with other people you know, pre-recorded or on the books for right now. And so I couldn't get myself to record, to, to sit down and to make the time. And it started to really, really deeply bother me. I have been dealing with like ever since December 17th, when my youngest woke up at 4am and threw up on the rug in the hallway. Since that moment, I have been dealing with children that are either sick or recovering or waiting for test results. Um, It has been a long winter. And as you might know, I live in Maine and this is our second winter. And it's just feels, it feels like the collective in general is having a hard time. I see a lot of people taking breaks from social media and longer breaks. And I see a lot of people sharing their struggles. And I think that we are on the second winter of having COVID. And for at least in my world, it seems to be everywhere right now, which is an interesting concept because this time last year, 
when I thought of COVID, it felt very fear-based. I was very scared of getting it. I was scared of other people getting it, you know, and I just wanted to protect and, and keep it away. And now I don't feel that. I've shifted from fearing it to just having it be such a block in all of our lives. It is slowing everybody down. It's making everybody's life just so much more difficult. And it's just, it feels really dark and heavy right now for me. So I wanted to share that with you because, you know, I've been doing this intuitive painting series. Um, I think I spoke about it last episode and it's 30 days of a brief meditation, just some music. It's not like a guided one or anything, but just some some music, a couple songs, some breath work that f- whatever feels appropriate at the time, whatever I'm feeling like I need, and then just sitting in what comes through and then journaling and then pulling the message out and doing this like intuitive, messy painting with those words. And it's so interesting to go back and look. I think I've done 14 or 15 now and it is so clear what I need and what I struggle with and that I'm going through, you know, a dark time of just wanting to cocoon. And I think like many of us, we struggle with the idea of shutting it all down. And it's like when we do come back online, like figuratively and literally, what do we want to pick back up? This notion of setting it all down and then choosing what we pick back up was definitely a huge part of getting this podcast out into the world, taking the kind of like all the wreckage of my mom being very ill and reaching a fever pitch last winter of just needing complete silence and disconnection. And then after that silence, like what exactly do I want to pick back up? And that felt very like huge strokes, like very big, but I feel it now, like all the time. I feel like, like I want to cocoon and hibernate. And then when I come back out and stick my head out, it's like, am I ready to actually pick things back up again? I was on my, um, audacity to shine call this morning and my client is, is like, do I even want this? And I see that and I feel that deeply and I just wanted to share this with you because I think we all can say that this is just, this is a tough time and I find myself challenging myself constantly like, oh, I'm going to do 30 days of painting and oh, I'm going to do a challenge, like a pleasure challenge or a snowshoeing challenge or just to try and kind of like spark inspiration spark good feelings out of this darkness and that's totally normal to feel like do I even want this and I said to her and I say to you how about we just not make those decisions right now why don't we just retreat back and ask ourselves a simple question of what is our why why are we creating this why are we seeking this and let those answers come And that's been really helpful in getting me to sit back down and 
push record because the actually the message that came through today for my intuitive painting was I let my light shine and you know the program I created is called the audacity to shine um I think that even though I created a program around helping people get closer to their creative self and double down on their own creativity and let their light shine like it's still what I frequently struggle with and sometimes I need to just like disconnect but then when it comes back to turning it back on I feel like is it even worth it is anybody even listening and am I even doing it right or you know all that kind of fear gets to creep back in and my inner critic has been loud lately and I wanted you to know that and um yeah I just wanted you to know that I'm right here with you and this is all not easy I'm choosing to see this time this time of slowness and this time of just really taking care of the things that need my immediate attention as a pulling back of the arrow in a bow and arrow instead of feeling like I've abandoned all the things that I'm building and I'm choosing to look at it as like I'm pulling back and I'm creating more space and I'm getting clear on what I really want and my therapist actually gave me a really great bit of advice that I'll press for push forward to you um I was having a particularly low day last week and he said that on low days for him he he decides to do the stuff that makes him feel crappy anyways. So like whether it's the chore that he's been putting off or the household, the thing around the house that just doesn't bring him joy, but he knows it needs to be done. He's like, well, if I'm going to feel shitty anyways, and I might as well do this, that makes me feel shitty. And I used that strategy recently and it worked incredibly well. Like I was able to do the things that I didn't want to do anyways and actually the things that I was procrastinating on. And it's interesting because I started to think about, well, do I do the, you know, there are certain things that have to get done and forcing myself to do them when I'm filled with inspiration and feeling good. Like, is that just an incongruency of, of vibration was I able to get more done and I'm not saying this in a way of like productivity is the best thing ever but it did feel good to get some things done on a day that I had really just felt like was a total wash so I wanted to pass that forward to you and if you're having a low day that's totally fine but also is there something that that doesn't make you feel good that needs to get done that you could do anyways checking something off my list always feels good especially when it's the thing that I'm having trouble getting to anyways so I hope that helps and I just wanted to not apologize for not showing up the last two weeks but all but instead just show solidarity because I have a feeling 
that you're going through it too. It's the time of year and it's this long season of COVID that we're in and it's all really starting to catch up. It just is and it's okay. Spring is coming and we can just keep doing the things that we know are good for us. Like I still go to therapy every week and I still go to bed early and I still do my intuitive paintings and I still journal and I still try and nourish myself and be slow even though I don't feel like it. And uh, maybe, maybe we can just cut ourselves some slack and just be for a little while longer. This morning, I woke up to a beautiful layer of like an inch and a half of snow. And our driveway is, is, a, is ice. Um, we've had a lot of just messy weather recently, and our driveway is very, very icy. So this morning, when I walked the boys out to the bus stop, I started shoveling. And luckily... The snow was super powdery, but it was so challenging to get it out of the way because the layer underneath was super slippery. And it it just, it felt like a metaphor because it didn't really matter if I was like, because our, our driveways just has a little bit of a pitch to it. If I positioned myself to be like going downhill to shovel, I felt like I couldn't get my footing. So then if I positioned, if I turned around and I positioned myself as if I was shoveling uphill, I felt like I couldn't get my footing and I couldn't figure out which way to turn my body to get rooted down enough to move this inch of powdery snow. And it felt, it, that that's exactly how I feel right now. I feel like I just have to move this tiny bit of snow. But for some reason, I can't. And I know I'm doing it right. I'm making all the movements right. And, and I'm working very hard. All the muscles in my body are like tightened to hold my position, to not slip. And it felt like so much effort to move this tiny bit of ice. And then every once in a while, I got this gift of just like, bare pavement underneath and it reminded me how easy moving the snow actually was like it doesn't have to be that hard it just is it is very challenging sometimes but then I got to an area that was just everything was easy and it was quick and I was able to get it done quickly and it it just feels like my life right now does that resonate it feels like my life right now because it's like sometimes the days feel good and easy, but for the most part, it feels like there's a layer of ice underneath and I can't get my footing and, and I have to work so hard to do the bare minimum. And just sitting here with you thinking about the things I am doing. And also, by the way, my husband is in working in Brooklyn, so I'm doing this I'm solo parenting, which is another level of um, responsibility that I have to contend with and save energy for. You can hear my dog in the background itching. 
Um, but it just feels like I, I look around and it's gorgeous out. There's snow on the trees. There's a fresh layer of snow, so everything is white. And it should be easy to move this inch of snow. It should not be hard. And yet, it's so challenging. You know, I might even have pulled a muscle or two from it or strained something. And I'm just looking for those patches that have pavement, that have asphalt, just bare asphalt. Just give me a couple areas of bare asphalt. Just give me a few days to reach for because I know I know the warmer temperatures are coming. I know that that ice is going to melt. And I know we're probably going to get another snowstorm later in the season when the driveway is bare asphalt. And then it's going to be easy to move that snow. You know, we even have a a snow blower that makes it super easy. But isn't it funny how an inch and a half of snow is not enough for a snowblower. So I have to do it by hand, which seems like easy enough, but the ice underneath it just makes it so challenging. And it just feels like the perfect metaphor for right now. And I wanted to share. One of the biggest challenges of this intuitive painting series that I'm doing is to not make it a thing. Every time I'm working on it or I go through the notebook, I'm just like, what could this be? What could I do with this? And I had an idea recently, um, a couple weeks ago, about what I can do with it. And um, that still feels alive. So I might move forward with that but in general I look at this series and I can't wait to get them all out of the notebook and next to each other because they're messy and they're way way different than any work that I've ever done and the messages are for me and words have always been my thing I've always loved quotes and words on paper and um, lettering. Gosh, I just love lettering and fonts and the way letters fit together. And this series is not that at all. (laughs) It's messy and it's unplanned. And I love it for that because it's pushing me outside of my perfectionist ways And it's showing me that I can do this, I can do abstract, I can do, I can do messy and it doesn't have to be a thing. And the lesson can be just this. It doesn't have to be a bigger thing. Today's message was let my light shine. Yesterday's message was I have everything I need. The day before that was I am ready. Right? Can you see Can you see the bigger message? I mean, it's super clear, but every day it just feels like this is what my heart is trying to tell me or Mama You or Spirit or God or whatever. This is the message that I need to to hear over and over and over again. You know, I am enough. 
I trust myself. It's just, it's so clear. And the biggest challenge is to not try and make it anything else. Um, it's a really beautiful intersection of spirituality and creativity. It's tapping into my spirit through meditation and extracting a message and then using my creativity to bring that message to life. Spirituality is, is the presence, the, the having the presence of connecting with spirit. And I, I believe that maybe that's what's keeping me tethered down to the ground right now is this, this uh, random challenge that just dropped into my brain at the beginning of the year. And, you know, it feels like it's the one thing that I've been able to count on through this dark time. It's the one thing that's gotten me excited consistently. Um, I've been doing this paint pulling where I put just like globs of paint at the edge and I have this scraper and I just kind of pull it in a way that leaves gaps um, of no paint and, and it just, it delights me to see how it comes out. Like I have no idea how it's going to come out until I'm done pulling it. And then I put the letters in between the paint and it feels so fun and alive. And, and it is now that I'm sitting here reflecting on it, it does feel like medicine for me right now. It's a 30 day challenge and I made myself a 30 day kind of like check checklist no that's not the word right word what it is is it it is a, a beautiful complement to this series because it's it has paint pull and then it has india ink circles and it has 30 circles for me to fill in as i go through the days so i can see how far along i am and of course i haven't used it yet because i did it and then i was like ooh this would be a really fun giveaway freebie to go with with um like if I end up putting these prints in my Etsy shop or you know here goes my mind thinking of like how I can actually put it out into the world but I I started thinking about 30-day challenges to me feels like such a stretch 30 days of something is a long time and the first chunk of it is filled with inspiration and excitement and enthusiasm and imagination. And if you're anything like me, there is a moment where it kind of that inspiration and that excitement, like it fizzles. And then you're kind of like in the middle of this 30 days going like, do I even want to do this anymore? And I think... For any of the 30-day, you know, projects that I've done, there is always that moment of like bargaining and asking myself, how much does this mean to me? How much does finishing this mean to me? Why am I even doing this? Do I even care? Right? All the while still taking time to do the challenge, to do the, the, the thing. And then... There's this beautiful second shift from bargaining to determination 
and proving to myself that I actually can finish this because now the finish line's in sight and and proving to myself that I can finish it feels like feels like the win at the end and that happens every time because the challenge is to, the whole point is to have me do something that is like just slightly at the edge of my comfort zone so I can kind of expand my comfort zone right like meditating 30 days for 30 days is a beautiful gift to myself and I can feel myself I could like last week I was just like I don't feel like meditating but there was a part of me that's like but I want to do the painting but the painting wouldn't be it wouldn't be part of the challenge and it wouldn't be true if I didn't do the meditation and the journal first to extract the message so there's like a built-in carrot because I'm actually enjoying doing the painting there's so many things I can um I can take from this experience and that is what the the beauty in creating a challenge for you that has intention and purpose and stretchiness and I feel really compelled to help you create one for yourself Um, there will be more on that in the future I definitely want to make an offering um, to help you stretch um yeah this this painting project is definitely definitely bringing me joy in this dark time and even though it's it's hard to get you just like just like showing up to move your body you know or meditating um it's doing the things that aren't fun to make yourself motivated to do but you're better for it afterwards just like sex and exercise and drinking all that water and you know it's never it's not always super enjoyable to push yourself to do it but in the end it's always it always feels good I keep these intuitive paintings I keep it open on my desk to let it dry every day and I've cleared my desk off since the beginning of the year I rearranged my office and I've been challenging myself to have my desk be pretty empty because I used to do lots of like decorating and organizing and having it like fully all the things I like visible and now it's just kind of like pretty much a plant and a lamp and this notebook and the message of the day and it's felt very life-giving very life-giving to be giving myself this message that myself gave me (laughs) that I gave myself and then reminding me of it um it this is what my artwork is is I don't ever make anything that doesn't have intention and the work that I will be putting out into the world I hope that people will be able to feel that and will be able to I I am excited to share the inspiration behind each piece to show to help translate that inspiration from me to you and I have a couple special ways that I plan on doing that um but I'm building my Etsy shop right now and I'm getting ready to launch it soon and it's really exciting to me to give my work 
a place to grow and reach people. And because my artwork, it like I can find myself doodling and stuff, but but the feeling of creating something that is inspired and that will help move move somebody else, that work feels alive. And that's the work I love to make. And so I can't wait to compliment this my business with opening up this shop to show you the embodiment of my message, which is following inspiration and creating, using my creative self, aligning with my creative self and nourishing and nurturing my creative self so this work has a way to get through and out. I love how translating an idea is like magic. It's like it doesn't exist. It's just an idea. And then we take it and alchemize it with all the delicious everything that we are and that we've learned and that we know and we alchemize it and we translate it and we turn it into something real, physical. And that to me is astounding that we can do that as humans. And I'm so excited to share more, but I hope this has inspired you to do something that will help you tap into that source energy, that flow. Do you know what lights you up? Do you know something that you could drop into a flow state with? I definitely know the things that that I could find flow with, but maybe it's not as easy for you and Maybe that's your homework this week is to figure out one thing that that you can find flow with, that you can know that you know you can drop in with. Because it feels so good and it's like it's like weightlessness. All the stress, all the tension, all the discomfort of our humanness existence melts away when we can dip into that flow. Okay. I think I'm going to leave it at that. <sighs> I can't believe I let two weeks go by without recording. Having kids around siphons my energy and does not allow me to get into cocoa mode. That's what I call it. Because I, um, you know, like I can't be everything all the time. I can't be a mom and a housekeeper and a wife and be a shiny, inspired business person. Like they're not the same me. And I have to take care of my whole me, my soul me, to try and get enough bandwidth to get all of those parts of me out in the open and given oxygen. And it's been rough. It's been rough. And I've felt sad about it. I think it's because feel like I'm doing an injustice to my creative self like as if I'm abandoning her when I don't have enough to go around but that's not it at all it's just that being a present mom while I have kids in the house constantly that are sick or need nurturing you know or a husband that is visiting and needs my attention 
like those things, those things are my fuel, not necessarily my creative fuel, but my heart. And if I'm not giving, giving my heart and my energy to those things in my life, then there's certainly not going to be enough left over for Coco and Coco the Inspirationist. And so this morning I was looking at my plants, my indoor plants that I've been really trying to take really good care of. I've never been an indoor plant kind of person. I've always prided myself on, I am not a plant person. I am a person who can find the best fake plants. Like I'm really good at that. I have an eye for really good fake plants. Um, but uh, in this last, I'd say year, I've been trying really hard to do some indoor plant caring and my plants have been looking so good lately and my kids my relationship with my kids feels more connected than ever like I have my older kid is hard to reach he there's something about me and him that he tends to shut down easily and so I've been trying hard to like find ways to get into his into his world and like that we've been reading lots of really interesting chapter books and I've just been so much more present with them than I have been in a while and then also showing up for my husband in in as many ways as I can whether it's like virtually or in person but that that's enough for me right now it has to be because these people are so important to me and you're important to me so I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm really proud of myself for showing back up pulling the band-aid off and coming and popping into your earbuds I hope you found some resonance with this episode if you did will you leave me a re- review? It's it's so important for the algorithm. And even just saying that is like, oh, the algorithm with social media and the algorithm with, with Etsy and the algorithm with podcasts. And screw the algorithm. I just would love to hear from you because maybe I won't feel so alone. And maybe you won't feel so alone either because I'm here. So come and find me over on Instagram, Coco the Inspirationist. And I've been not as present there, but I am there and I'm checking my DMs. So DM me. And if you'd like to get on my mailing list, I'm going to be sending out this, this the beginning of this year, some, some freebies, some printable art, um, some ways that you can take on a 30 day challenge. And, um, I love you. You are worthy. You are enough. And... I hope you have a great week. See you next time.